Can you hear me? Yeah, hold on. I think I'm having. Okay. How's that? I'm out, I'm out walking, so it might be kind of windy, so. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm sitting in my car, so it's all good. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it gets kind of, like, scratchy on my end, I'll just head back to my car and sit in it, too. <laughs> hey, so, uh, how you doing, buddy? It's been a minute since we caught up. I, I know. know. Well, uh. Pandemic's fucking crazy for everybody, especially workers like yourself, right? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it sucks yeah, out here. Oh, it sucks yeah. everywhere. Oh, sorry, everybody. This is my this is my good buddy Rebecca. He's uh, he was on a little over a year ago now, I believe, right? I know. I think the last podcast I did with you was uh, we were talking about it too. We well, no, uh, you came up for a visit in November last year. And we recorded a long podcast. Oh, yeah, and then half of it didn't get recorded. <laughs> yeah, then I got, I ended up getting kind of tipsy because that's my first time drinking wine. I know, and, God, uh, have me be the bad influence for you, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how you been? I know you're, you guys, the state is um, pretty strict, right? Uh, it's come and go. Like, a lot of people now are just kind of over it, um... They're just trying to be with family, and the last thing old people want to hear, because I, I help people that are elderly, and they're kind of in that demographic that's most at risk, and the last thing they want to hear is not being with their family members. So with them, being hands-on with them, I'm like that middle way from communicating with their family to that patient and stuff, so it's, I'm kind of like their light of their day. But it's just really sad, because a lot of them are just like getting really depressed and sad so I'm just trying to be there at the upbeat personality that I always have and just trying to keep them busy and occupied but on that perspective it's kind of like what can you do for them you know yeah well other than that like a lot of the venues like people have a lot of outlets to keep themselves healthy and keep their minds right go to concerts go out and go have a beer with their buddies go do pool games or go exercise the gyms are all shut down here you can't get your hair cut so it's kind of like all your normal everyday activities that you would normally schedule no, for is non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was actually supposed to be down in your neck of the woods this past April for my sister's graduation. And I had planned on being down there for about three to four weeks. So I, uh, going into the New Year, it's like, okay, I get to hang off my sister and stay with her, meet her boyfriend. Now I'm going to be able to sync up with you and meet meet you and your boy you're at the time you're kind of Jewish boyfriend <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I was kind of unsure uh, about this guy but now we're pretty and, solid <laughs> yeah yeah so I was just like okay I got friends down there you know like uh like I said my sister I have you down there I have another buddy down there but I was just like looking forward to all this and then um I tried buying the ticket in January and it wouldn't let me because I was taking the ferry down yeah and then, then I tried in February I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try in March. And then, as, as you know, the shit hit the fan in March. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everything, like you said, just shut down. Um, now, we're not on lockdown so much as, like, what you guys are. Like, our gym has opened back up. Um, but it did affect me. I lost my job because of this pandemic. Yeah, a lot of people did. I, when <laughs> you told me that, I was really shocked. I'm like, dang, that's, that's a hard one to go through. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, I mean, there's definitely a fucking light in the darkness, you know, I'd rather light a candle than curse the darkness, so I'm just looking for positive shit, you know? Right. Um, one of them being is I'll be able to record more of these podcasts in advance, so, uh, I, I just recorded a short one this morning and posted it, so this will go up next week. That's pretty awesome. Which yeah, awesome, which, yeah. uh, which uncle is that? Yeah, which uncle is that? Oh, I, 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 I joke around and call myself Uncle. Oh. <laughs> okay. Gotta keep yourself entertained somehow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting told- pretty windy through the mic. I'm coming through a 
bluff right now. Is it is it okay? Uh, it's not bad right now. Like it, it's okay. not like when that hit though. It sounds like you're fucking in the eye of the storm. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it kind of sounds like it through my ears. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta check with Bruce with that real quick. <laughs> oh. All right. Anywho, yeah, no, we have family members that we call auntie and uncle. Um, that they're not blood related, but they've been involved with my family since before I was born, so almost like thirty years. So they just become auntie uncle. Is that kind of? So I got that shit too. Like, um, like the, the the close friends that I did keep from high school, Maya calls them auntie or uncle. So yeah. I, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. No, I was just I was just telling stories, so it just sounded funny to call it story time with Uncle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do they call that? Uh, clickbait. That's what you get for your podcast. Clickbait. <laughs> like, oh, we got Uncle. Who's he talking to this time? <laughs> no, it's yeah. just me, fuckers. Surprise, <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so how you been surviving with being without a job and everything during the shutdown? Are you still getting unemployment, or how's that working for you? Uh, this was this last week was my first week of unemployment, and I called in today. Oh. So, yeah, I just kind of did nothing to be honest. Um, did you I, have enough savings then? Shit, that, you've been out of work since March. You said when the beginning of the shutdown happened. Shit. Oh no no no! I, I've been out of work. Um, I guess what I didn't convey good enough. Like when I texted, that was when I got off. Oh, okay, okay. Jeez. Oh, I was like, you're just now filing for unemployment? Shit. <laughs> Talk about a rainy day fund. You got that shit taken care of. <laughs> I do have a rainy day fund. Um, I have a decent amount of a nest egg. Oh, that'll okay. help you get... Yeah, yeah. But no, I um, I got told the day before Thanksgiving that I was being let go, and I could oh. either not come back after Thanksgiving or work through December, so I chose to work through December to get more money. Yeah, anyone would. That's a good, that's, at least it gave you the option. It didn't just, like, cut you high and dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, last week was my first week of unemployment in, like, 18 years. <laughs> wow, a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Is it still a pain in the ass to deal with, like it was 18 years ago? Yeah. Has it gotten better? Um, no, it hasn't, because even though it's online, it's still more difficult because you don't get to fucking have human interaction. I'm like, okay, well, why is it not accepting this? Why is it, why did it take, it accepted my, uh, my social security number and then immediately disregarded it? Now you guys aren't there to answer, no. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, um, no, I think, I mean, shockingly, there's quite a few jobs here Catch can, so I signed up for a lot. Um, it's just odd. You know, um, what, what what I ended up doing is uh, it's kind of like when I go through a breakup, like, fuck, man, how did I go this long and not, like, have a backup plan? Yeah. You don't want to have when you're in a relationship, but then I, I just thought back, like, fuck, man, I graduated, like, 24 years ago. I should have went to a trade school. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All the what if scenarios, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So... But yeah, so no, it's just a week, and then um, I uh, went online, had issues, and instead of went through, we'll find out, which is uh, which is crazy too, because if you think about it, when that when they signed the bill in the summertime or whenever the fuck it was, unemployment was getting like uh, up to nine hundred a week. Oh, okay. Like yeah, because uh, the max you get up here is three seventy. And for a while, it was, um, they tacked an extra 600 on a week. Oh, that's a pretty nice bonus. I'm not sure what the unemployment is down here. It might depend on your um, income bracket or whatever, but I think everyone yeah. at this point is getting the same amount. I'm not sure. I, I haven't needed to pull for unemployment, thank goodness, just because of the line of work that I'm in. But um, yeah. I don't have many friends that, well, some of them are union, so they get paid anyway, so... I don't know. I yeah. haven't really met anybody that got laid off or even got the sickness either. So, yeah, thank God. Um, yeah. But how's oh, the so how's the cases up there right now for COVID? Um, they haven't updated since Christmas Eve, and it was holding steady at six. It had dropped. Um, yeah. Just six. But really quick. Yeah. Oh wow, really that's quick. pretty low. Yeah, 
really quick. I'm not a beneficiary of that high unemployment. Like <laughs> it's back to normal here now. Now that I got laid off. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, gotta keep it honest. Yeah. Gotta keep it real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so for a while there, we got up. I think we got close to 70, 70 or eighty cases. People were just uh, people were living like there wasn't a pandemic going on. Yeah. I get it for all of us, but don't be selfish like that. We fight high and hard here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's uh, it's going back going back like i said the last update we got we were at six cases on christmas eve that's that's actually really low comparable to most places although i you guys were on an island so you think it would be like mass spread from there but i guess it's with those low numbers it sounds like everyone's kind of keeping their distance and being mindful of where they're going and keeping their mask on or something you know something obviously is working up there yeah keep the numbers down I think being isolated helps. I mean, all the communities up here are not connected. Like, if, um, like down there, you could drive to different parts if you want to. Up here, you could drive from north to south in the Ketchikan, and that's it. You know? Well, so I'm thinking, like, with it being a smaller population, or just like you're literally stuck on an isolated island, like, you think it would be mass production of everyone getting sick and the numbers would be outrageous and half the island would be sick but like with their numbers it's just maybe because it's colder up there and people just tend to stay yeah. home or because we it, this thing landed right before the touristy season so maybe that's also why people weren't getting sick because every time yeah. one of those cruise boats comes in you always hear about some people getting sick with the flu or some kind of stomach bug or ebola or whatever the hell and it always usually comes around the time that the touristy season is here so or there but um yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. I think you guys really got lucky with it being with COVID coming at that time. But at the same time there's so many people that are out of work. How's the schooling system up there? Are people being homeschooled now or what? Yep, it's fifty fifty. Um some weeks it's good and then some weeks it's like, oh, they're going back to distance learning. That sucks. I have always been the student that was very like observatory and hands-on and in-class sessions were much better for me. But plus it held me like accountable. And I was just like that intrigued student that would always come with questions or come with the chapter like summary about what we learned. And that was kind of how I learned. But there's so I guess there's a lot of other students that are like me that need to be in class. So but other kids that are like I don't know, more exposed being online and stuff like that do just as well. So I guess it's literally half and half. Yeah. Um, so uh, when when everything came to a screeching halt, what were you thinking when this started? How worried was I? How worried was I? Yeah. Oh, um, honestly, I was kind of like in denial about it. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Because the first, the first time we heard about coronavirus, it, people were coming back home from the cruise ship of being in what were they, the Caribbean or whatever. And then they're stuck in the ocean and they got, they got uh, transported on mainland. That's when we started realizing that, shit, there's a virus out here that's really sick. I think people are really sick, so maybe we should keep cautious about it. But in the back of my mind, I'm going, yeah, fuck those cruise ships. I'm never going to go on one of those things. Because there's that's just a breeding uh, area. Sorry, I'm like really yeah, out of breath. I'm, on. <laughs> I'm like going up a small hill right now. <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> little granny's losing her breath. <laughs> anyways, hang on. Okay, anyways. So we started find, hearing all these stories about people being sick and there's a virus out there and whatever treatments that they were getting were ineffective. And it's like, well, what the fuck is this then? And then we started hearing about the explosion of, of cases in like Italy and like half the population in Italy are all elderly in the 60 to 80 year old uh, age range. And that's the people that I take care of. That's the age range that I take care of people for my line of work. So I'm going, holy shit, how do I protect my clients and myself from getting this virus and stuff like that so i've got a little bit more innovative with like my hand washing i have a hand sanitizer that i use in and out of my car like regardless if i'm just by myself or with my boyfriend like i always make sure we spray that on or wipe it on um anytime we're out of my, in and out of my car and then another line of protection we keep our face masks on a lot of people use those face shields but there's uh, some small studies saying that if you're just wearing the shield and no mask underneath it, you're not preventing anything at all. Because the air, it's a, it's a droplet uh, virus, so 
Like it's, if someone sneezes next to you, it can still enter through the side of your face shield and you have no way of protecting yourself from there. So our company did their own little research and did their little diagrams of people coughing or sneezing and what it looks like if you blow your nose and your hand versus your elbow or your shirt and stuff like that. So we've always just kind of kept our face mask on and just made sure we had hand sanitizer and washing hands before, during, and after all of our visits. So like home care is like less invasive of healthcare, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. So hospitals are very much like in the mix of everything. You're right there front and center. Whereas home care, we're kind of like the more relaxed version of the healthcare side. We're very like kind of distance to begin with. The only time you're really hands-on is if you're dealing with hospice patients or uh, like giving a shower. But even then, people tend to be really independent. So, but for me, it's kind of like I already had a small circle to begin with. I was already graduated from school. I didn't have to worry about going to class. And even when I was at school, I was very only there once a week. So that was a minimal interaction from there. I live with my boyfriend now, so he's really the only one I see every single day. But it's kind of like if he gets sick, that I get sick, and I'm fucked for work. So I can't necessarily afford to quarantine for 14 days if I do get sick because we're in the middle of a pandemic and everyone's losing their jobs, and I'm right there with everybody else. So it's like i got to really be careful about who I'm interacting with or where I'm going. Uh, Oregon now has it that if you leave the state and you come back, you have to quarantine for 14 days and have a negative test, negative positive tests, I guess, um, to make sure that that you're not, like, carrying it on to everybody else. So it's hard to say, like, if you come back on your 14 days of quarantine and let's say you get sick on day day 10 of your 14, then you have to stay home for another 14 days because we don't, at that point, we didn't have a vaccine until recently, right? So it's like, if I do get sick, how do I know that I'm not really passing no, off to really everybody else if I have no uh, symptoms? Yep. And that's always what I've been worried about. So I'm like, I really cannot, because I'm taking care of elderly people, I cannot be, be risky. So my flight that I was supposed to go see my papa in Hawaii for in April got canceled because everything happened in the beginning of March. So that was out of the question. My cousin that just had a baby in Texas. They wanted us to fly down to go see them. It's their first baby. They're the first generation cousins. So it's kind of a big deal. But it's like, you guys are in Texas. That's a hot zone. Like, I can't risk going down there to see you guys selfishly. And then what happens if I'm sick and you guys get sick and the baby dies? Like, I don't want that on my conscience. Like, that's not cool. Not that that would happen, but there's still that scenario. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to do that. And then on top of it, again, I can't quarantine 14 days. So if I did go to the hot zone and then fly back home, I'd have to quarantine. So on top of being gone for my five or six days, I'd have to quarantine for another 14 after that. So it's like, yeah. I'm just going to postpone all my visits, all of my travel plans till whenever it's safe to do so. But which kind of sucks because, I mean, family is so important to people's growth and that connectivity and just creating those memories. That's such a huge thing for all of us to do. We're, we're habitual creatures. Like, we want that connection with people. And it's nice to have those visits, get away and go do something different from your everyday lifestyle and the mundane as it is. It's just like, it's helped you stay connected with people. So, I don't know. It's just really sad to think about it but at the same time it's like I need to be like keeping myself straight on my straight line and staying safe and obviously my little protocol that I created for myself has been working because I'm not sick and my clients are sick I gotta knock on a tree to knock on some wood hang on knock knock (laughs) don't want to jinx myself (laughs) but uh no I mean that's just kind of what I've done and um I've had to have that conversation with my family members going you know what I don't really trust y'all I love you I don't trust where you guys have been, so I'll see you guys on the flip side. On the flip side, so, so that's kind of what I've been doing. So you 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 sending me to your sister right now, then, huh? No, I moved out. She and I, <laughs> unfortunately, she and I had a falling out in June, and we've still not come to terms with what happened. So it's kind of been a blessing in disguise because that way I'm not like having her get sick and me get sick because she works in the restaurant business and they're just as at risk as everybody else in the healthcare field or anybody else out there really so it's been kind of nice to just stay separated along with our little fight so it's kind of like hey it works out kill two birds with one stone (laughs) oh sorry to hear that buddy yeah that's Um, all right um but yeah no so i was just uh like i said i I knew you like when 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 the shit hit the fan up here um i knew that like okay there's my sister with her line of work, it's affecting 
and then I, I started thinking of all the people that I'm close to or that I consider really good friends, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, man, Rebecca's like on the front line of all this right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, sort of front line. I'm like, I'm like the third line of attack. <laughs> Not necessarily the yeah. front line. I don't consider myself front line, even though I am in the healthcare field. There's like different variances of being in healthcare. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, everyone's at risk. It's not just, we should have just focused on yeah. one, you know, occupation no, no. being at risk. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's just because my, one of my, my cousin is literally on the front line and she got COVID for the second time about a month ago. Second time? Um, Holy cow. Is she okay? Yeah, like, what's her symptoms? Um, the first time around, I don't know what they were. We were messaging and then it was more or less, I was just trying to, trying to, shed some laughter in her fucked up time, you know, um, and then, uh, she posted that she had gotten it again, and that she was definitely, because she's, like, she works in the ER, you know, and, uh, so she sees all of this up front and close and personal, um, so when people are like, oh, if you're young, just get it, it's not gonna really affect you, she's like, now, wait a minute, I'm fucking witnessing some tragedy here, you guys are just casually... Just being like, ah, it's no big deal if a young person dies. Ah, it's no big deal if an old person dies. Like, fuck you guys, <laughs> you know? Um, Jeez. It, I mean, anybody, uh, that's the other side of it, too. It's kind of like, they're always saying people who have comorbidities are more at risk of, like, passing away from getting the virus. But then people who are nice and healthy and young and, you know, active, you're going to be just fine. You might have, cold, like, cold-like symptoms or flu-like symptoms. But I heard if you actually do get it, it is, like, 10 times worse than the flu. Like, you'll get diarrhea, you have an upset stomach, like, you can't eat anything, your sense of smell goes away, you have a constant nausea and headache feeling, which nobody likes to deal with anyways, so it's like, I don't know, man, if I get it, I'm gonna be fucked anyways. <laughs> I'm not gonna be having a camper, nobody likes being sick, so, screw this. <laughs> well, not only that, it's it, it, like, let's say, let's say you're, you're, let's say you just graduated high school, you're 18, you get COVID and then you go to try to sign up for the armed forces. They're going to reject you now because you had COVID because mm-hmm. of the long, they don't know the long-term damage yet. Um, right. There was a basketball player from Florida who collapsed about two weeks ago and he had recovered from COVID to let him play. Well, it turns out that COVID fucked up in a college athlete chart to the point where he passed out while he was just warming up. Oh, so wow. Like yeah, yeah. I forget this, but it's from Florida, or the, the kid was playing for the Florida Gators, um, like it happened about two weeks ago. But it's just nuts. All this crazy. Um, yeah, so. Um, I mean, that's what I've been saying from the get go. It's like we have skyrocketed numbers. Like, I think our highest number for a day was like 2,500 positive cases. And then we had like 800 deaths and stuff. Or we're at 800 right now, 856, I think. I haven't really been keeping track any longer. It's just another sad day every time those numbers come out. So it's like, I really, it is sad to hear, but I don't really want to be focusing my energy around those numbers. I need to be making sure that I'm on guard about what my my interactions are and stuff like that. But from the get-go, it's like, we, we haven't had a vaccine until just recently how effective the vaccines are i have no idea but for the case it's like people were getting sick and then they're surviving from that but how do we know like you're still not going to inoculate somebody else or infect somebody else even though you have you're asymptomatic you don't have symptoms but you're still going out to the grocery store and involving with your family and you're still putting them at risk after you've already tested positive like how do you assure that after the 14 days of you testing negative that you're you're going to be safe all of a sudden you know what i mean like the yeah. body is a miraculous thing. You can heal from a lot of injuries. We have a we have a wonderful immune system if you have it. Not many many people do, but either way, we do come yeah. back from illnesses and we create antibodies from that from our own natural shit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm going up another hill. Hang on. Who's it? Take me, I know, Jesus. <laughs> Granny over here again, losing her breath. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. I've always been very curious about, like, how are we able to fight this virus, like, when we don't have a vaccine already? And we don't have any way of, of like, protecting ourselves other than getting rest or increasing your vitamin C or zinc. Or they have the uh, Regeneron medication that Trump took or whatever. And apparently he healed from that, too. So it's kind of like, what is really going on here? How do we know that this is really a deadly thing? And then the other side, I mean, it obviously is deadly. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, like, theoretically, 
we're healing from this or people that have been sick, I've been fine after 14 days, but it's just, I don't believe that. Oh, excuse me, hard. Hang on. <laughs> this whole walk, I need to get to my car. Hang on. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm trying to like walk and go outside, get some fresh air, or whatever, and talk about this. This is not going well. <laughs> Hang on. <sighs> See, the things you gotta do to stay healthy, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyways, get back on track. It's just like it, that's always something that I've always questioned is about the the success rate of surviving from this coronavirus. Is like you get positive, you test positive, you get your symptoms. Two weeks later, you're feeling great. How do you know you're not getting everybody else sick when you don't feel any of those symptoms? You might not feel them, but you still have it. You know what I mean? So even when you got the flu, they always tell you to stay home for a couple of days. If you don't have a fever, stay home for another two days afterwards until you're really okay. Whatever that may be. So some people end up with like a runny nose or like a slight headache, but they just take ibuprofen or Tylenol and call it good and they're back up on their feet. So that's one thing I've always questioned. And then the death rate, honestly, they keep saying, oh, we've had another 200 deaths. At the very beginning, it's kind of like, how do we know that those deaths aren't really COVID related? That was always something that I always questioned. And then they come to find out there's been small, small reports saying that, oh, well, this death wasn't really COVID related. They died from a gunshot wound or this guy had a heart attack, but they're considering it COVID. So it's like at the very, very beginning, it's kind of like, how do we know that these numbers are really true? How do we know they're not being thrown into the whole fear mongering aspect of a political party or whatever? fuck ever? It's like, how do we need to make sure that these numbers are legit and we're keeping it honest and true? For people that are dealing with frontline workers or people who are sick and at risk. Yeah. That's I know. always something that I always was skeptical of. I know we lost an elder in Matlakatla to COVID. That's hard. And then um and then a couple of weeks ago my friend lost his mom to COVID. He's from Matlakatla mm-hmm. and she was only, she was only fifty five. She got diagnosed with COVID and then ten days later she was gone. Like it just just ran wild through her body, unfortunately. You know. That's really hard. Yeah. Um. Well, let's uh, switch gears. The last time you were on, me and you were kind of poking fun at the fact that, uh, and I don't want to say, I, I I mean whatever. Um, we were talking about both of our different bad luck with relationships. Lo and behold, like almost a month after me and you recorded that <laughs> podcast. You were in a relationship, and I was like, wait a second, holy shit, really? Fucking awesome, man. <laughs> I think I jinxed myself. <laughs> and, uh, well, it was like, I, this guy, we went to high school with each other. I was visiting you guys in November, well, two years ago? No? No. Last year. Last no. year and a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, I don't even remember. Mr. Freaking Elephant over here remembers everything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm here for. I know. Jesus. But yeah, so I was visiting you guys, and then I get this message on Facebook that was like, hey, long time no see. How you doing? And I was like, oh, weird. I haven't seen this guy since high school. I barely had any classes with him. What the hell is he hitting me up for? So I'm bored, slightly drunk. And I was like, hi, yeah, long time no see. How's it going? I'm currently in Alaska right now. What are you doing? And then we just started talking from there. And then he had concert tickets to a couple of uh, December to remember um, stuff. They're like 94-7. You get like a bundle of tickets to listen to the live concerts and whatever. So anyways, he was looking for somebody to go on uh, not a date but he had an extra ticket and I hit him up on Facebook again I was like hey I got that night free if you want to take me out so he goes okay yeah sure and that was kind of how he started dating nice. was that night I got super fucked up <laughs> I don't know how or why I did that but he still came back the next day I was like hey sorry you got so messed up but I had a really fun time with you and I want to take you out again so if you're up for that let me know if not I hope you're taking care of yourself <laughs> so messed up <laughs> It's embarrassing. That's kind well, of it. Hey, so don't worry. I'm, I'm holding down the single for it here, buddy. Um, <laughs> and just, uh, like I said, I just wanted to catch up with you and, and hear, hear how that got started. Because like I said, I mean, it's not like we were fucking crying in our wine about being single. Life is good, man. Um, I know for a fact I'm definitely not fucking yearning for anything like that. You That's know? good. Um, yeah, I know you and I are talking yeah, about that in person, about yeah. certain things that you wish you had done or wish you could do or could having those moments with somebody. I know that. 
But I'm not above making fun of it because it's fucking it's low hanging fruit and sometimes it's funny. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah. like my mom will my mom will find a funny single meme and tag me in it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just it cracks me up, but like no, me and you definitely had fun, but we did get into a deep discussion about trying to date and using online apps using well not online using apps is all i have to say and trying it differently a different approach um so when i saw that during life well oh, fucking hey cool man like i said you're my buddy i only want the best for my bud you mm-hmm. know so i was definitely happy to see that and then uh but what i did notice though is like i was like oh shit man He's definitely off of Facebook a lot more now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Everybody said that. I post one picture or something of like a landscape of Portland. And people are like, holy shit, she's back from the dead. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh took a little bit of a and, hiatus. Yeah, no, nothing nothing wrong with that either. And um it's not like you ever ignored my messages, like I said. So I was like, you know, when the shit hit the fan up here, it's like, okay, I definitely gotta get in touch with my buddy, wanna see how she's doing, and then just it's just like okay i'll hit her up this weekend and then shit was just busy then i was just at work at work at work and then tired at work and then working through my own shit about the pandemic because i was one at the beginning of this i was one of those people that was like i felt like i was gonna become a recluse you know what i'm saying oh like, yeah uh, like like at one point i was like man someone's gonna come in here i'm gonna be wearing fucking kleenex boxes on my feet with long toenails <laughs> you know um <laughs> and uh, uh, that didn't happen, but it, it took a couple weeks, and then like uh, I, I, I just was just like, okay, and then oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, and then like uh, when I got laid off, that's when I hit you up and was like, okay, I need to catch up with there, I need to record a podcast. One, you're my buddy. Two, you're fucking great on the podcast. So <laughs> I don't know, you know how I just talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, we well, have some interesting stories though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, too, is um, especially at least the, the three times you've been on now, when you're on, there's no, like, there's no silence. You know what I'm saying? It's not me taking over. Like, I could just give you the steering wheel and then you drive for a half hour, then I could chime in with something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, well, after listening to a couple of your uh, podcasts with Will, I'm like, Bruce, just shut the fuck up and let the man talk. So, yeah. I'm like, I need to insert myself a little bit more often and get my two cents in before you run me back over again. So it kind yeah. of goes back and forth, really. But I mean, you just make good conversation, anyways. And it's kind of nice that I we both give it each other that platform or that floor to really say what we need to say. And then we just kind of go from there. But if we have yeah. that web and flow conversation, I think. So I think that's what makes it more interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I, I... I definitely enjoy it. Um, I won't keep you much longer. Like I said, I just wanted to touch base with you. I wanted to see how the shit went down on your end. Yeah. And then, and like I said, we don't have to air out your whole personal life, but I was just curious to like how shit changes quickly, you know, for yeah. people that do listen that are always like, oh, I'm not complete without somebody. It's like, chill the fuck out, relax, be cool right. about it. And look how, look how quick it turned for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's what Caden and I were just talking about. We just celebrated our one year two weeks ago. And what he wanted to do was go recommemorate our first date night. And that was at a concert. And go relive that night. And we couldn't do that because of COVID. I wanted to go to the beach and go do our beach thing, stay at a hotel, go shopping, or go play on the water or whatever. Well, can't fucking do that because of COVID. So I ended up just staying home and just kind of kicking back. And he's really taught me how to, like, chill the fuck out. Because, you know me, I'm, like, I'm really high strung. I'm very hyper. I'm really, like, go, go, go. I'm a go-getter. And he's just really taught me to just take a step back and just not worry about stuff just hang out watch a movie play some video games i don't care watch me play video games i don't care so he's very much like flossy doll with that which i appreciate because i do need to chill out <laughs> i've been so high strung just being in school and dealing with all my own personal frustrations he's like my nice balanced rock that just keeps me like so centered and i appreciate just his like not i don't say lack of effort but his like total just chill out attitude <laughs> which is nice for me at least but yeah, I mean, it was yeah. hard because I feel like a lot of people have gone through the same thing down here of wanting to go do something or let's go to the mountain and we can't do that because it's COVID. 
so people just yeah. learn to make do with what the best that they got and they got staying, home. staying home and I feel for those that are busy bodies like me that need something to do but they're mean play cards take it read a good book uh go for a walk I don't know there's been a lot of pet adoption so I'm kind of thinking I might need a little pooch to run around with lately but I can't afford that just yet <laughs> see so like there's like um you know the whole thing like if you're scared or lonely by a dog you know yeah. um and then, like, anytime I kind of get up to that line, I'm like, man, I can't afford a dog. I can't afford everything the dog needs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I'll get a dog. You're you're not you're not going to be working. You don't know for for how long. I'm like, okay, I'm eventually going to find a job. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm so worried about with all these new recent pet adoptions that people are eventually going to have to work. And are they going to make time for that creature that they just bought? Who knows? Yeah. Not like yeah. there's a return label on those little creatures, those little fur animals, fur babies, but I, that's just yeah. kind of what I'm looking out for is just waiting for those numbers to start kicking in about, oh, well, Sally and oh, Sue well, couldn't figure out how to afford their animals, so they had to get rid of it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, that's probably what's going to happen, honestly, once people start going back to work. But then again, with everybody, like students, going remotely for their learning and everything else, a lot of businesses up here are doing that, too. So who knows? Maybe people might be able to work from home long term now. Yeah. Which is great for traffic. Because traffic is shit down here. Oh, fuck me. Um, so uh, last thing on my end here is what sucks about me losing my job is um, all the time I had built up there as far as my vacation time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so now that whenever I do start a new job, it's going to set me back to zero. So what that does, and I'm looking, I I don't like the future trip, but I like to have stuff planned out a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to have to uh, push back going down south to visit my sister, Jess. You know, she lives just on the outskirts of Portland. So there's Jesse down there, there's you down there, there's my buddy Dan down there, there's there's three people I would like to go out and fucking meet all three of your significant others and go to fucking dinner and have drinks and just have a normal fucking night. Now, yeah. that, now that gets pushed back even further and that part sucks. Yeah. I mean, I was planning on going up there, going up there. Uh, last month, beginning of last month, like I did last year. And yep. uh, Ketchikan slapped that you need a positive test before you enter or exit this island. And that was $250. So on top yep. of spending for expensive tickets to begin with, I had to spend another out-of-pocket expense just to get a COVID test to prove that I'm not sick. And then, yep. again, going back to needing to quarantine for 14 days per my state's policy. So I'm like, dude, yep. I love dude, you guys I'm up there, but not that much. Well, well, <laughs> like, I'll catch up with you guys later. <laughs> well, let's take a look at that. You come up here with, with a negative test, right? And then yeah. you... You go immediately to quarantine at Crystalise. That's probably where you're staying, correct? Yeah. Okay, so you're going there. So then that means they all have to quarantine with you. And let's say instead of 14, it's seven days. Okay, then you test out and you're still negative on seven days. Well, they still tell you to self-isolate for the rest of your seven days. So who mm-hmm. the hell are you going to be able to visit, you know? No one, yeah. I mean... You, I mean, you made a lot of friends up here. I'm sure you'd want to see more than just one group of people, you know? Yeah, that's true. Although that's I tend to seclude a lot of my time for the for the Gwyns. <laughs> but, you know. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that what, um, I'm not saying you don't want to spend your whole time with them. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that, that that's just what, that's how it has to be right now. Yeah. Like, let's say I went down there. Okay. I go and see Jesse. Okay, I, I don't get to see you. I don't get to meet your boyfriend. I don't get to see Dan or meet his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. And then Jesse and her boyfriend have to quarantine the whole time I'm down there. Then that affects their job. That affects his school. So it's just like, it's all fucked. That, that's all I'm saying. And it's, 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 not it's a bigger to picture to everybody <laughs> isolating and stuff like that. You're not just affecting yourself, yeah. you're affecting everybody else around you, which is a huge deal because, like yeah. me, I have to be very careful about who I'm interacting well, who I'm with. Interacting with. And, and I don't I necessarily don't trust everybody to hang out with. So it's like, I'm going to keep my distance. I might have to wear my mask. Uh, 
couple of my girlfriends. Um, I asked them before I went over to their house to go hang out and check in on them. I'm like, so what's the mask policy? Do you want me to wear one during my whole entire visit? Or are we staying outside? Do I need to wear my mask? Like, what do you guys prefer? And I feel like that's just going to become the new norm of how you hang out with your friends. And I think that's totally fine because you're keeping yourself safe and you're keeping everybody else safe. So I don't see what the problem is with that at all. But some people down here have a different opinion, which is fine. There's like assholes. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's got one. So, I mean, I get it. I see what you're saying. So I totally get that picture. So when Jesse graduated, I posted a picture of me and Jesse. Like 10 years ago, Jesse told me this is exactly what she was going to be doing, and she did it. You know, um, very, very self driven, which is amazing. Um, so we have an aunt, uncle that uh, lived, it took them about four or six hours to drive to where Jesse is. Um, yeah. But when they, they showed up, they only celebrated with Jesse at social distancing length. So six to 12 feet with masks on and then they put their presents down and then after they left Jesse went and grabbed the presents from them so it's just like that's the type of shit that sucks right now on top of a whole yeah. bunch of other things. but I mean it's just uh, those, those little interactions you know it's just like damn I know a couple of my clients that I was just going grocery shopping for, they wanted me to spray all of their items individually with like Lysol or wipe it down with hand sanitizer or whatever, or like those Zanny wipes. And at first I'm like, oh, I hate my life right now. This is so much work. But then at the same time, again, I'm taking care of a population that's most at risk of this coronavirus. So I need to mind my own P's and Q's and just play the part and play safe. (laughs) And if they want to wipe down, fucking wipe it down, whatever. It's not yeah, gonna hurt yeah. me. I'm just it's just that extra step. But again, we're known as doing like going the extra mile and putting in forth the effort and blah blah blah. I get that song and dance, but goddamn it, there's just some there's days, some days it's just that's too much. Yeah. No, and I get that. And um I'm sure I'm gonna hit that point once I'm not working for however much longer I'm not working for. But right now I'm just kind of I like today I fixed my um my garbage disposal so that's working again that saved me a few hundred bucks right there oh, <laughs> you, know? you actually have a sink now that works yeah so i fixed that um well i have a dishwasher so yeah it's that you um, don't use because there's so many dishes on your counter <laughs> yeah and um and uh so yeah and i don't have a dish drying rack so when i do the dishes i just put them in the other sink <laughs> You know, um, <laughs> let it very bad. Yeah, yeah. I live alone. I'm not. You know, I don't have anybody that I'm like, hey, come on over and watch a movie and be impressed by how clean my dishes are and everything. So it's just like, you know, I'm a single man. Um, <laughs> I'm living the bachelor lifestyle. I get it. Yeah, and like I said, <laughs> at least I when I showed up, you had me in a separate room, like away from all the clutter and the dirt. You're like, don't look at that. Just keep your eyes down. Yeah. Okay. Well, my brother was here too. If you remember, my brother was here, yep. and they were uh, packing up his gear and all their fish and different things. So, yeah. So there was an explosion of a lot of shit here. <laughs> I know you're like, just don't look. <laughs> Keep yeah. your eyes down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's funny. So um, but yeah, no. So I fixed uh, I fixed my um, fixed my garbage disposal. I was like, oh fuck me, nice. Like my buddy. My bro talked me through it and I was like, fuck yeah. And like a bunch of gunk came up and now it just got Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I got some projects I'm going to be doing around the house. I'm going to repaint again. Uh, hopefully put some new flooring down and then, um. Yeah, did you finish the upstairs? I think you're working on the bathroom up there, right? Yeah, well, that fucking flood happened. Um, the pipes broke and, the. Mm-hmm. The condo was supposed to fix it. That was another thing that was fucked up when you were here, where the place was. I remember that. Yeah. Did they ever get resolved? Ever get resolved or no? It didn't get fixed until right before Christmas last year. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was in a, I was in a constant battle, and now that I have time, I'm going to be going to these motherfucking condo meetings, raising hell at every one of them. <laughs> You're um, going to show up in your bright yellow bright jacket yellow with your shades on, and that's fuck you attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I gotta shave my like head. The too. gangster, that monster yeah. Bruce that I met on the tarmac was it four yeah. years ago? Yeah, <laughs> five, five years ago, actually. Five years, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, like, it still uh, makes me uh, laugh every time I think of that. I'm at the airport and I'm like, hey, there's a mini Bruce down there. 
Well, it was, it was crazy about that too is, um, is like once I get to know people, I usually stop and talk to them. So like after I became friendly with you, I would stop and talk to you. But for the longest time, I would just drop off the mail weight, give you a head nod, and move along about my day. Yeah, you, you gave me a little like, hey, yo, and then took off. I'm just, yeah, you ran a head nod. Or you just like poke your head around the corner. And I didn't yeah. say anything. It's just a good stare down with your glasses on. I'm like, okay, is he looking at me? Is he looking at the ceiling? Like, what are you, is there a bug everywhere? <laughs> it was funny. Well, I did. Did I ever? Those were, for, those are prescription sunglasses. Did I tell you that? No, I thought they were like the old model, like, you know, the retiree glasses that have the mirrors in the back. So you can literally have eyeballs behind your head. <laughs> in due time. Um, I think- <laughs> That's coming. Next year, ready for that. Yeah, well, I think when I'm 50, I get those. I'm only 43 right now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, see, like I said, around the corner, it's coming. (laughs) So, no, I I had, uh, well, I still have, I I still wear those, they're just different model prescription sunglasses now. I'm not going to lie, there's like, I I leave them on when I'm outside and I, I see perfectly fine. So, why would I take them off? Then I forget I have them on and then you're like, why, why, you know, who fucking wears sunglasses inside? Fucking blind people and assholes. <laughs> and you fit both those uh, personas very well. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and also when I met you too, like when I started rocking that bald head was because at that time my mom was just diagnosed with breast, breast cancer. So I was just trying to show my support. But you didn't know that. You just see some fucking dude in the middle of winter with a fucking chrome dome, you know? Well, I felt like a fucking asshole because I'm like sitting there in the office giving you shit for a bolt and I'm like, hey, you forgot something for the day. Your head's shining. Go, get, go take your lantern out or go set your lantern out. <laughs> or something stupid. And they're like, no, asshole, my mom's got cancer, so I do this for my mom. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Let me just insert foot in mouth now. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, you know, I didn't take it personally, but then we became friends after that, <laughs> you know, and then, uh, yeah. so it, it worked out good. Um, yeah, so no, like I said, I'm really happy I got to catch up with you. Um, I'll check in with you from time to time over, uh, over Messenger like we normally do. Um, yeah, once I mean, now that the vaccine is coming out and stuff, we should be able to get together. I'm planning on coming back up to Alaska once everything settles down. So whenever you make your way down south, hit me up and I'll drive you around. Hopefully Portland won't be as much of a mess, but we'll see. There's plenty of other cool shit to look at other than Portland. But... Yeah, and um, like I said, too, it's just like, you know, I mean, everybody, it's not just me and it's not just you, but like, like I said, I had a three to four week trip planned to where I was just going to be planted on my sister's couch for that amount of time, you know? And, yeah. uh, and so I was like, oh, man, you know, my cousin Nick was going to be with me because he lives in Tacoma. And then mm-hmm. um, I said, oh, man, we can hit up my buddy fucking Rebecca. She goes on all these hikes. He's like, man, slow down. What? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I said, oh, well, fucking, I was like, uh, we go fucking hit up where the Goonies were. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm down with that. And then, like, this shit just happened. It's like, hold on, you guys aren't doing shit this year. <laughs> Nope, sorry. Postpone that one for another year and a half. Maybe two years, depending on how good this vaccine is. So we'll see. Yeah, realistically, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, as always, you have uh, you have an open-door policy on this podcast. Anytime you want to come and just either just shoot the shit about anything random or anything serious, just uh, let me know and we'll, we'll record at your next available time. Sure, yeah, I'm down for that. Um. Uh, maybe next time we'll fucking think of something a little bit lighter to discuss. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. I feel like we got a good, like I said, we, you and I have a pretty good web and flow conversation. So it's like light stuff, heavy stuff. So we've got a, we do a pretty good combo, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad you're fucking in a happy relationship because if you're in a shitty one, then that would just suck. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I know. You'd be hearing a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> really happy you're still working like you know even though fucking my my ass got fucking not shit can but like 2020 um i don't want that to happen to my buddies you know yeah um uh, shit's hard I'm glad, yeah. glad you're still working i'm glad you're healthy glad you're happy in a relationship uh thank you sorry, sorry to hear that you and your sister had a little bit of a falling out or a big falling out um, yeah 
I mean, that's family. Like, everyone fights and everyone goes their own shit, so it's fine. It's just a little bit difficult because we're twins, so that whole womb-mate bond thingy is kind of shattered right now. But like I said, people fight and they grow out of it and they'll fix it eventually, so. Yeah, yeah, cool. so, uh. Hey, wait, I'm glad you're doing really good, too, and I'm glad you're trying to keep yourself busy, and I'm really glad that this is a good rev- uh, avenue for you to kind of express your feelings and kind of get shit out and, you know, keep yeah. kicking ass with that. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, call in any time, uh, send me messages if you think I'm fucking over-talking people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know what's funny is, um, really quick here before I let you go, is uh, I my Adam, you, Adam, I don't know if you know Adam, but Adam knows Crystal Lee and her husband pretty well, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're pretty good buddies, yeah. And uh, so, and I grew up with Adam. We're like fucking a finger on the same fist, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I go on his podcast. He started a podcast after this one. It's called Horror After Hours. So I go on there because I'm all about horror movies. Yep. And I just get going, going and going. And I stop. I said, fuck, Adam, I'm really trying not to step on your dick, man. So go ahead and start talking. So, uh... <laughs> I think you said that beforehand because I listened to two two or three of them. And I remember you saying that from the from the start. But then you just kind of kept running him over towards the end of the podcast. I was like, Bruce, really it is. Jesus Christ. You already gave a pre-warning. I'll keep to that, fucker. <laughs> I tried. So, uh, it should be like a little bell every time that like, you start doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Anywho. maybe, yeah. Oh, uh, let's. Um, like I said, I'll keep in contact. See how you're doing. Let you know how I am. But uh, let's shoot for maybe the middle to late next month and record another podcast. Yeah, next year. I'm down. Yeah, I'd love to have you on again. Like I said, it's just easy flowing, man, and that's the best. So. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you, thank you for, yeah, thank you for carving out this 50 minutes for me and um, don't You're die welcome. walking up the hill. Oh, no, I'm back in my car now. I'm much better. <laughs> okay. I'll have to grab an inhaler or something for next time. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Bring your fucking inhaler. Get your fucking walker ready. I know. Um, Need my little safety bill, my little whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, Merry everybody. Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy fucking New Year. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, Bruce. Catch you later. Bye.